Hello, everyone, and welcome to the very V A R Y Necessary Podcast. What's up? How you doing? What's going on? What is that? (laughs) That's like Respucia clap. That's one of them claps. Like, y'all ever just thought about, you know, here go my Scorpio sexual coming out. Y'all ever thought about if you gave the uh what i'm reading your shirt yeah my shirt says kiss whoever the fuck you want and i got the gay flag on it oh because you I know like, what well i saw y'all with the same colors on today no. oh that's cute I, I i am a member of the lgbt community did i get a put all the letters in it lgbtq you, you community. the member of the a through z community yeah, yeah and and i don't have to be gay Hey, to to be, be a member, I'm an advocate because right. I feel like yeah. you should love. Love is love who you want. Yes. Yeah, but she done got me sidetracked with her ADD. I'm sorry, but <laughs> the reason look, the reason why in. the reason why I can't clap like that is because do you ever just wish you could rate your lover or you know maybe it ain't your lover maybe just the person you knocking off and um that sounded terrible didn't it um you know I don't give a damn I don't care. But, um, you know, sometimes they deserve a one star would not recommend. Um, oh, God. Because you'd be like, I got out of my bed for that shit. Didn't somebody do that, though? Who? I don't like, know. have Who did like that? a Rachel lover, and then people posted somebody on there, and then uh-uh. they was posting the girlfriend. I, and then it <laughs> should be, and then, and then it should be a five star, like, you know, Google review, like, baby. You I should go into a full detail. No. Ain't nobody. My man trash. He ain't worth it. I ain't about to rate it. Because you no, don't want nobody. No, I don't want nobody no, to get I'm my not, good. Oh, you're talking about the person that you used to date. No, I'm just saying, period. Like, in your mind. I feel like you should put out reviews of people so you know where not to go back to. Like, if that was... So an ex-person. So once you're done with a relationship... No, it could, be, it, was, could be yeah. the person, it could be the person you with now. No. Maybe it was five no. stars at no. the beginning, no. and then because it has turned into a two-star Your experience. Your one-star could be somebody, somebody else's five-star. Five right. And it, it could be like that. No, I ain't never seen no. Ah, uh, well, it's been so, some people so that when was okay, trash so and trash we we are people. we are women right. in our forties, and and I I'll speak for one person on this show. She she got one peen right now, right? But I'll speak for the other two hoes on the show that we 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 dibble and dabble. I, I know who who that is. Yeah, we we might dibble and dabble with other peens from you know time to time, and um. <laughs> You you shame say you shame, but I'm what? not. I'm not the, what? I'm what not shame. I'm the not shame. Don't know who we talking about. Right, right. So this just in the crew, right? This in the crew. We gonna say in the crew because we don't we don't want nobody spot blown up or whatever. But if you had, I may have. I may have I know this this one over here ain't talking about rob because uh, the other show she was talking about rosters and lobsters. Yeah, it might be some forty. What? It might be some forty old hoes with ro- with rosters around this motherfucker. And and I'm not ashamed to say at one point. Wait a minute. Uh, at one point, a nigga like me had a roster. I did have a roster of niggas. You know, well, it, it was per a, Facebook. I'm getting right. married at the end of the year. So. Yes, honey. Did you see my Facebook message? is yep. a liar. I want my croissant. Yeah, I said, I said, I'm sitting right I there said, by when do, when do we meet the lucky gentleman? 
<laughs> I want my corsage so I can sit in the front. But back, back to what I was saying. Risk. I want to risk corsage. Like, let's let's say you're a 40 plus, maybe 50 plus, and you have a roster of men, right? And you needed to rate them to decide, hmm, who do I want to go and frolic with today? But don't you mentally do that anyway? Yes. Yes and no, because I feel like sometimes we don't make the necessary documentation in, in our uh, Palm Pilot up here. So we need and a that's, little black and that's when we Yeah. And that's when we <laughs> regress and go back to that mediocre sub, subpar peen. And then once we're there and, and, you know, it's a very unpleasant experience, then we looking like, you know, I forgot this why I don't even fool with this schnuckle. Even men. I feel like men sometimes will regress and go back to something that they really don't want just because they may want attention at the time. They may want an experience. And then when they get back with that woman, think about it. People get back and forth with people all the time that they know never worked out from the beginning. And then they're like, yeah, this is why I stopped hanging with this fool. Like, I didn't remember that this was not good for me. And I came back to this and then they be mad with themselves. So I feel like not well, only do we need to make mental notes, but maybe it should be, I don't know, documented somewhere, <laughs> recorded. I don't know. Well, put it in your journal. That's it. Just put it in your journal. Just write it down and say, um, dear diary. I don't feel like we should sabotage uh, not saying anybody else. That, I think that would be a sabotage if we did right. that. If we if we were to put it out there. I'm not there saying to put masses. it out there to the public. I'm just saying, so so this is me. I am the the book writer of the group. I am the one who tends to be more vocal, not necessarily with my mouth, but I write a lot of shit down because I feel like writing and speaking something is manifesting it, right? Or it's also declaring and charging me to something. Okay. So if I write down or I vocalize versus having something in the back of my head, because like I said, if you put it in the back of your head, you may forget. Right. But when I'm able to physically or, or speak something and manifest that I'm not doing this anymore, I won't go down this path anymore. I'm not fucking with them no more. Like, I feel like that's something that I can always go back to and say, I remember on November 25th, I said I wasn't doing that shit no more. So, yeah. And I I literally have dates in my mind. I record shit in my phone. I have a notes in my phone. I put dates down. Yeah, I'm doing this today. And I ain't never going back down this goddamn road no more. Case in point. We went out to an event, mm-hmm. a subpar. I won't even say subpar. That shit was so disappointing. Oh, God. Somebody owed me some goddamn money, period, point blank. And I, it was just, I was blindsided by that shit. But from here on out, I have mentally said in my mind, and I didn't say that I'm not ever going back, but next year I will not. 
be going to that event. They're going to have to show me some reviews from next year event, next year's 17th annual event to make me even want to try to attempt an 18th. Okay, so let me go back to your journaling and, mm-hmm. and mindfulness um, exercises that mm-hmm. you're doing. So um, it, it's always good to journal. Um, I've been I, doing I'm, it. I'm about to start doing that because I, I it, there's a necessity right now in my life that is right. requiring me to do that. Journaling is great. Um, Yolanda, you are absolutely correct because I have, I have my journals from high school mm. um, where I... I wrote stuff down. I was doing, let me tell you something. I was doing outfit of the day before outfit of the day was a thing. Okay. I did. So I've always done songs of the day mm-hmm. because, you know, I've always liked music. However, I think it is very good to practice that. And Vaughn, you had started practicing mindfulness mm-hmm. exercises anyway. I, I do it every day. Every day I start my day off, I do a mindful exercise. Mm-hmm. Right. And so um, I do think that that is good that you can go back and say, okay, how far have I, you know, come or, okay, I was stagnant in this. Can I revisit this? Or even just say, you know, not right now, but maybe I can forward it on to the next year. And like you was just saying, I want to do this and it's something that I want to do. That is great exercise to do. That is, especially if you manifest, especially if you manifest things, the more you write it down, um, it comes to light. Mm-hmm. So I think that what you're, you have been doing has been wonderful, mm-hmm. has been great. Um, but sometimes the plan just doesn't just execute like it's supposed to. And I think that's what happened. Um, is that discouraging? This, I don't think it, it can be, but then that's when you have to just just sit with it as long as you need to sit with it, but then you can't make it, allow yourself to be stagnant so you can move forward. Gotcha. So this this event that we went to um, this year, I just feel is maybe the plan was executed because you you needed more space. And um, the space was there. However, I don't know if they the maybe research they, wasn't uh, done. The research was not done, and that is why you need to do your research on everything. Or maybe you thought you was gonna get away with some things, mm. but that's not how they roll down in that event space. You know, talk to people who have had events there before right. to see, hey, how mm-hmm. was it? With your experience, right? You know. What was the pros and the cons? Mm-hmm. Because I don't think that was done. It could not have been done. It I, could not have been done. But even with relationships, people, um, situations, it all comes and down but, to. And you are absolutely correct. It all Keep comes going. down to doing your research. Right. It all comes down to doing your research. So you can't blame someone for a bad experience with another person. If you did not do your research on that person, I'm not saying take someone else's opinions of that person. I feel like you and that person could have a, a totally different situation. What did you tell me, Sue? My one could have could been be somebody's five. five. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And, and, and that's very true. But every relationship I've gotten into, I, I delve deep. I ask, well, so who was your last three? Why'd y'all break up? Because... I realize that I'm only going to get there one side, but eventually this person going to start talking. Well, she was saying that I was this, that, and the other. And, and, and every time, every time 
I do the back research on somebody, I see why. I see why that bitch left your ass. I like that. And everything that you said that she said that you were doing, but you claim you weren't. Oh, I see the shit now. I definitely see it. <laughs> so all you got to do is look and learn sometimes. But sometimes, too, people change. Like, we all change. And maybe that person has learned over well, the years. Well, that's why well, somebody, question, somebody's well, one could be right, your five. Right. Due did to you, change. Did you make it in adjustments to right. yourself mm-hmm. um, if... Especially if the last three or two people said the same thing or whatever, mm-hmm. what adjustments did you make to to accommodate or right. to you know meet halfway? Right. But also, know me, right? What's my problem? But also, meet nobody halfway. Right. But but ask. But also, see how the person's reaction to that relationship ending was, as far as you know, a part of your research. Like, I can always say that no things didn't work out with me and this person. But what I've learned from this relationship moving forward into my new ones is to not do X, Y, and Z. I don't hold them to charge. I hold myself to charge of what I can do differently as a person moving forward because I am able to see my fault in the demise of this because when a relationship does not work it's not one person right it's two people mm-hmm. right whether they were a total asshole guess what dummy you sit there and you took the assholeness right yeah and you didn't get out in time enough when you saw the red flags initially until you got I too mean, what d- do too people deep think the red flags going to turn pink then going from from <laughs> pink to white i have even asked several men that I have broken up with in the past like hey so just in you know looking looking in hindsight on things like was there something that I could have done better what what was it that I did where where was my fault in this now am I gonna allow their opinions to you know change my personality and the way I do things all together no but it's good to know even when you're on a job or you take a class, they want a survey at the end. How can we do this better? How can that's not a bad how, idea, right? It's really like, not. It's, you're, it's you're communicating. Not be, you're not beyond a fucking product review. You're not. You're not beyond right. a survey. You're, you're not, not. You're not beyond repair. You're not perfect. So to sit there and listen to criticism, I, I don't have a problem with that. You can critique me and I'm going to take bits and pieces of your critique and I'm going to make improvements within me. But if I feel like your shit ain't valid, I'm going to be like, yeah, motherfucker. So, yeah, I did that shit, but that was in response to how you was treating me. But it, and it shouldn't always have to be after something bad, bad right? Because right. something I, good. Yeah. I'm, Even I'm if cool. a date went mm-hmm. good, if the evening went well, if you were just at home chilling, like what was good about today? Right. right. What what made what was what made the moment good for you? And then I'll tell you what made the moment good for me. Mm-hmm. So we can kind of keep on the same lines. And then when times are bad, well, what happened? We can look back on it. Yes. Let's right. trouble, that's, troubleshoot. That's, I could have walked in the right. house and looked at you and you saw me look at you a certain way. But I just looked like yeah. I just happened to glance your way. And you thought that I gave you attitude by a quick glance. Right. And I threw you off mm-hmm. because you thought that I was looking at you a certain way. I don't know what was going on in your head. 
right. that I caught at that moment. Right. And then everything just went left. Right. You know, it could just be something as simple as that. Right. right. So let's, that, that sets off as my friend tells me, let's unpack this. Right. Mm-hmm. And and the key point is communication, effective communication, go. where active listening Ooh. is the key. Come on now. Not listen, not to listening understand, to respond. Listen to, not listening know, not to, listening respond. to respond. Listening right. to understand. understand. Mm-hmm. And so I think a lot of, that's what happens with a lot of people open effective communication and i know and just for me um because i am at a point where you can talk to some of your exes and i've talked to some of my exes and said what was what was my problem Mm -hmm. what happened that we did not make it and you know not the cliche answer like it just wasn't you know our time or you know we was just too it I took what they said and I said, okay, let me grow from this. Mm-hmm. And that's what, you know, that's what you need to do. When people ask me about my divorce, I don't put, I don't put all blame on my ex-husband. I don't do it. I I say, you know, well, this is probably something that I, you know, I did and I can just talk about what I done. So when if I ever become in a become married again or either involved in a committed relationship, maybe I can remember that and kind of you know practice not to do um those certain things, mm-hmm. you know. Mm-hmm. So I think you know it's but it's but how many do people do you think? How many people do you think? Because we talking about us, we do this. We're water. We flow. Mm-hmm. We flow and we grow. Yeah. But, and we ain't going to leave the air out because we know the air. You know, she just be all over the place. But how many people do you think are that emotionally ready to accept? See, that's why I know people I don't like it. Well, with growth. People that's what I was about right, to say because I don't think I was always there. Right. I can say that. I don't it think I was always growth. there. It, yeah. Yeah. People do not like me because I am the truth. I seek the truth. I demand the truth. I give the truth. But why everybody would you dis- don't? Why would everybody don't want that? For that? Because and I'm they gonna tell you why. Their truth. Uh, right. A lot of okay. people don't live in their truth. A lot of people live in lies. You know what I said the other day to somebody? I said, you know why a lot of women ask people, "How do I look in this?" Because you know you look a fucking mess in it. <laughs> and you want somebody to validate that you actually look good in it in order for you to wear because it. Because if you look good, I you don't ask, like, you look good. Right. I don't you ask, ask no fucking body how I look in something. Because I know how I want to look in it. And if I don't look right in it, I take that shit off. I don't right. ask nobody how I look in it. I know how I want to look in it. And if I don't look right, I take the shit off. You understand me? I know when I done gained 10 pounds and I look a little fluffy in this motherfucker. Let me put something on That's that look a little flatter. bit better. But a lot of women ask questions that they already know the fucking answer to. And then they get mad when they don't get the response that they looking for. Why are you mad at the motherfucking truth? Be real with yourself. Yep. But it's it's like we said, it's a level of growth. Do that I look you have do to I look get. fat in this? Yes. If you if you, you know you look fat, if you thought it you know you look nine fat. times out of ten, you know how, yeah. Because you're right. If you know you look good and you're not asking for no one's approval, you'd be like, damn, mm-hmm. I look good in this. Right. Which goes back to my point of the show. How many people lay down with their partners and say, The sex is very unfulfilling. I don't enjoy it. 
Who the hell having these conversations? That, but see, here no, we go. You Open just communication. You keep fucking the same subpar penis and women subpar coochie. Because I, I guess y'all think in relationships and they're doing. Yeah, but you I know what's so not. sad yes. about it? I yes, it Ooh, really is. It, and people yes. are like that. It's it's there every day. I'm talking about now as you gotten older. Yes. I'm not talking about yes. Oh. It's some women well, out here. Stay some, married. It's some women out here and they just having sex have with their husbands, yeah. and and he's not satisfying mm -hmm. them sexually. You knew your husband had a little pee pee uh, fifteen years ago, twenty years ago. <laughs> it wasn't gonna grow over time. As a matter of fact, as they get older, atrophy sets in, and it gets even smaller. Mm. Yeah. Mm -mm. So, what you thought? The 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 longer you the longer you have sex with it, it was gonna get better. No, it's gonna be the same subpar peen that you you hurts. started dealing with fifteen twenty years ago. Now you walk around the house angry every day. You don't like this nigga. Like he asked you to do something. Well, fuck you. You know why you mad? Cause you wasn't real with yourself twenty years ago and said I can't do this shit. <sighs> mm. I, yeah, I don't went and got these kids with this motherfucker. Now I'm stuck. Uh, we done got this house and made this life, and now I'm stuck with my. Uh, oh, I, I don't. I don't want to get out here and start dating again because I get on Facebook and it's see all Africa. these women talk about people cheat. The 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 the, the right. pool got the, the dating pool got picture shit in it and sea moss. Yeah, and so I got. I got this man here with this subpar peen who I know gonna come home and take care of these bills and all I gotta do is throw him a little shot here or there versus to go back out here and just attempt to find my happiness. Communication. Lies. Communication. Open and honest. Effective communication. Mm. Subpar. Mm-hmm. Subpar, subpar just, falls in so many aspects, even in your careers. Right. How many people go to work to a job every day that they hate because they need a check? Do they hate the job or they hate the people? Sometimes it's both. It's, sometimes it's both. Who's really, who's really working in an area of, you know, professionalism that they decided when they were a child i'm yeah, gonna no. grow up i never wanted to be a nurse when i grew up i never that that was not on my list of things that i wanted to do with myself now do i do well at it yes because i incorporate so much of my critical thinking i'm a thinker i i, I implement things i like to implement you know care and and how i devise how i want to take care of this person in order to see wellness within them so i'm a results driven person and how better to see that other than in nursing from the start of care to the ending of care to the continued continuity of care right so did i decide at a child that i wanted to be a nurse no however i can see the results driven mm -hmm. part of me in nursing. And now if I could decide to do anything else in life, say if I was rich, it, it wouldn't fucking be nursing. Okay. There are a lot of hazards to that shit too. Mm -hmm. Same way with Sue. You're a therapist. 
You've always wanted to be a therapist or work or work. I, think I just want or to work in a social work. setting yeah. because okay. she's mm-hmm. always loved helping people. Yeah. Now, knowing her since she's been 12 years old, do I feel like every job that she's had? Oh, God. No. However, at some point it gets her to her results driven, mm-hmm. you know, heart to say, I can see my footprint on this. Right. I see where I made a difference in this right. life because that's what she set out to do. Make a difference in people's lives. Right. And that's what, you know, I think that's what is fulfilling about my um job because it's, it's definitely not the money. Mm-hmm. Um, It took a long time to get where I am now mm-hmm. Um, as far as making um something that that is yeah. wonderful to say okay this is how much i made but i think it was just leaving the footprint knowing that i've changed children's lives um and families lives for the better but i always want to do community work mm-hmm. um and, and maybe i've always wanted to be an advocate but you know certain things hindered me but you know I, it's it's something to think about, and when you was talking, I was thinking about that. Like, is this really what I wanted to do? Somewhat, but you're right. But you always incorporate the things that that you know that you're good at, right? To make you stand out from everyone, else. or to, or for you to be able to just digest it a little better, right? I'm pretty sure, Vaughn, what you do. You, you were not just thinking, hmm, I want to work in this type of setting. No, no but you but take your Vaughn, mm-hmm. yes. you take your Vaughn and what Vaughn loves. Right. And you implement that right. in what yes. you do and able to digest it a little bit better. Yes. Mm-hmm. Right. Yes, because I'll, when, ever since I was a little girl, I wanted to do accounting. I always wanted to be in finance ever since I was in the third mm-hmm. grade. Third grade. Mm-hmm. Math has always been my Your thing. thing. Oh. Always been my thing. Mm-hmm. And formulas. How to write formulas. Chemistry, math was like a go-to for me. Mm-hmm. I excel in that area. Mm-hmm. How to figure out equations mm-hmm. and make it work. Mm-hmm. Even to this day, I am, even the industry, even though I'm not in finance per se, I do a little small little snippet in finance. But my thing is problem solving. Mm-hmm. How to figure out the back end in a formula. Mm-hmm. And, and basically that's what I do mm-hmm. all day long is try to fix problems. Mm-hmm. That's what I do, and Fix that's great. Freaking problems, and you know that is one of the best soft skills. But it's skills not to math have. problems. But, but, right. have, but that's but, one but of the have best you soft noticed, skills to have yeah. on conflict resolution, and that is great. Yep. But have you not noticed that in every situation that I just named, everybody is a results-driven person? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. We we look for results. Yep. All right. You have to. Mm-hmm. I am not. I am no good if I have mm-hmm. no results. Because right. I'm constantly trying. How can to I make this better? Make right. yes. How can I'm I make this easier? Make for How myself. How can I make this more conducive to myself and everybody, yeah, and everybody right. around me? Mm-hmm. But that's the, the shit. That's the plight of the black woman, if you ask me. Absolutely. Mm. I I just feel like that. Like you think about it, we've we've always had to have that results driven mindset. Mm-hmm. So this comes even from the ancestors. Mm. So that's why I say. And that's why probably subpar doesn't work for for us. Correct. Because Mm -hmm. subpar is just getting it done. Yep. Subpar is not making the experience 
easy or easier. Subpar is not making the experience pleasurable. Right. Subpar is not making sure I, I want them to return again. I want them to, you know, have enjoyed or been comfortable here. Subpar is let me get this quick money and be done with it. No, because guess what? That same problem going to come back. Right. The same or even situation be worse. Is, or be worse. It's going to come back. And who wants something to keep showing up in their face? Hamster mm-hmm. wheel. I, I, I can't deal with that. I can't. I got to figure out how to stop this from bleeding. How do I stop this from overflowing? I'm not saying that that situation won't come back, but it's not going to be to the point where, or if it does can't come back, I know how to remedy it because I've, I've done this before. Oh, okay. This one slipped through the crack. So this is how I'm going to handle this. Mm-hmm. I don't have to recreate the wheel when the wheel has already been created for that situation. Correct. Yes. And I feel like, you know, there are waves of of certain things and situations. There are cycles. Like, you're always going to see something again. Mm-hmm. You know, whether it's this year, five years, ten years, you're always going to see something again. Now, do you want to allow something that's uncomfortable or unmeaningful for your life to be reoccurring? So that's where I was going with the subpar. I don't have to spend my money somewhere where I know I'm going to get mediocre service. I'm very strategic and I'm very meaningful about how I spend my dollars and my time, my money and my motherfucking time. So important to me. It is. And so when I feel like my money and my time is wasted, I have Mm -hmm. a problem with that. That's why I really wanted to do this show today because not only am I very more conscientious now than ever before in my life. I want other people just to be more conscientious of the time they spend with people, Mm -hmm. the time they spend fucking off the time and money that they spend on others and on other people's project versus investing and doing the research for themselves Mm -hmm. to make sure that they have pleasurable experiences. Mm -hmm. Like, we almost dead, y'all. Oh, who? who? <laughs> we we in the third quarter, y'all. I'm I'm just saying this is our. We are in our uh, summer years, as my aunt would call summer it. years. Mm-hmm. What, to tell us what summer years are. So she says, um, from birth. Well, not really from birth. Uh, she say from your teens to your twenties. Um, that that is your your uh, spring years. Mm-hmm. Uh, from your 30s to your 50s is your hold on, spring is your fall no summer years uh 50 to i think she said 65 or so is your fall years mm-hmm. and then your winter years is after 65 or close to 70 those are your 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 uh winter years mm-hmm. but so each well, goddamn, what you season. was before the twenties? What kind of season was that? They ain't get no season. I, I guess not. Okay, I guess not. But go um, ahead on back to summer. Uh, but she was saying that you know everybody has it's like leaves. You know, mm-hmm. the going through the entire season, your youthfulness, your youth mm-hmm. is your is your um, spring. You know, you're vibrant, you're young, you're tender. Mm-hmm. And then when you get to, I think she said from your thirties to your 
fifties, that is your summer years. Mm-hmm. That means you are you have mature. You're coming into maturity. Must be late thirties. Must yeah, be late thirties. You're coming into maturity. You're coming into your own. You're coming into reasoning. Right. Mm-hmm. Um. You're coming into you know what you will allow, what you want. You've been right. there, done that. Mm-hmm. And then um, from your, I want, I can't remember the exact time frame, but she said from your, I think she said fifty to sixty-five. That is when you're in your fall years, mm-hmm. meaning you have settled in. You have, um, you're becoming, you have embraced who you were, mm-hmm. the identification stages. Right. You have embraced your um, discovery stage Mm -hmm. now you at the stage where you are enjoying the life that you have built right that's Mm -hmm. your that's your fall years Mm -hmm. and then your winter years you're you're basically exiting life right you're you're preparing those that came after you for that for those stages you know you're making sure that everybody doesn't make it throughout this entire season but if you are blessed to have lived all four seasons, yes, and, and so when you have reached your your uh, winter years, you're relaxing. Right. You are preparing yourself for your next phase of life, and that's which yeah. is the afterlife. Is which is mm-hmm. the afterlife. You are comfortable. You are enjoying. You're just like you're sitting on your porch. And enjoying the cars pass by. Mm-hmm. You're smiling at the kids playing in the uh, in the yard. You are having a good time looking at the young couple argue over whatever because you have been there and done that. Right. And it and it's like I'm sitting back and I'm just resting and enjoying myself. Mm-hmm. And you know, she was just explaining to me um, the different seasons. And she said, "Girl, you in your summer years." Mm-hmm. And she said, "You still got time, you know." Your discovery, your, she said, don't wait until you get into your winter years to try to get it together. Yeah. Right. Basically. Mm-hmm. Don't, basically, don't accept subpar. Mm-hmm. Right. Don't accept anything that, especially in your summer years. Right. You know, you learn all this, you learn all this in your, your uh, spring and, I'm sorry, yes, in your spring and your summer years is when you're learning the discovery, the identification. Don't wait till you get your fall years to try to. Well, you know get I'm ahead together. of my time, so I'm in summer, but I'm already. You're in summer, fall but too. you I'm act- summer teetering on. I'm summer, but I <laughs> act like I'm in fall. That's when Glodine come out. Yeah, yeah. she said. Um, yeah, you know your hair start coming out, mm-hmm. or and you, you don't know, give a damn. You just or, go buy weed, or you, you you never know. Um, the life you live comes out through your right. your body. So it's just how we treat ourselves. Your, your voice, your don't, wisdom, your wisdom comes out. Don't right. be subpar with yourself right. and with others. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yes. And don't, and another thing about being subpar, don't bro- pull me into your subpar life. Right. There you go. Do not. Right. I'm not your magnet. So right. subpar and mediocrity. Our first cousins. They are. Mm-hmm. I'm just going to let y'all they know. If y'all didn't know. Twins. If y'all couldn't identify <laughs> with fucking subpar, that's within normal limits, within the norm. So that's another first cousin. You got the mediocrity and you got your, you got your subpar. I, I don't live in that shit. Don't invite me to it. Don't include me in it. Don't make me a part of that shit. I'm, I levitate. Mm. I don't I don't I don't do that shit. The mother people do. All right. 
Because that that does messes with your vibration. Yes, it does. My feng shui be all off when when mediocrity want to make me a part. I ain't nothing mediocre about me. Mm-mm. God damn it! And that don't mean I'm better than anybody. No, it means I want more, and I want you to want more. We we can be we can levitate together, but but if you want and 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 don't get me wrong, because while I'm levitating, I'm still grounded. I need y'all to understand. Y'all might not understand me to 2047, but yes, you can levitate and you can still be grounded. Meaning, my heart is grounded. It's humble. Mm-hmm. I know everybody ain't where I'm at, but your everybody might not is. get here. But I have to live my life. To make me happy. Yep. I can't live my life for nobody else. Absolutely. So there's my understanding where I don't think that I'm more than you because my thought process is Andre 3000. Yeah. However, if you ready to go with me to this levitation, I can give you the information. I can hold your hand. I can support you. But what you're not going to do is hold me back. Nope. You're not going to drag me down. You're not going to put no anchors on me. I don't live it like that. Yeah, because if anything, you need to come up to where I am. Right. Or just see me in passing. God didn't. (laughs) But this is my thing. God did not put us here. Everything the Bible talks about is growth Mm -hmm. and abundance and living in fulfillment and purpose. So you living in a lie. You're living in a whole lie. You're not living in, in God's order. When you make the decision to, to not aspire, to not want, to not think bigger in abundance. I wonder if those who are like that who don't think um more um is it because of not knowing or or lack of resource i'm thinking of clients and i'm just thinking of people in general sometimes it is lack of resource sometimes it is environmental and i think environmental um things play a big part in people's decision and how they live and some people feel like they are stuck like they cannot we feel like all resources are poured into every neighborhood um sometimes you have to think outside of the box to say okay i know i don't supposed to live like this Mm -hmm. what can i do next Mm -hmm. and it's all about a mindset and that's why when you're when you see somebody and you and that's why sometimes it's always just good to smile at somebody because you just never know what they're going through or what's going on with them. It's sometimes you sit there and you talk to an individual and then the next thing you know, you're like, oh, my gosh, like, wow, what you said to me just really resonated with me. And now I know the next step I'm going to take. So I think it is resource. I think it is environmental. Um and then you got to learn how to somehow just knock all that negativity because speak environment again, they could have somebody saying, oh, you're not going to make, you're going to be sitting right here 
um, with us down here on Main Street for the rest of your days. It's like, no, I'll, but I don't want to be that way. So I ran into this guy. Um, I was at a little house gathering. And he was a young guy. He's, I think he was like 34 years old. Mm-hmm. He's originally from Walterboro. And I said, well, how did you make the transition to come? Because he didn't go to school up here. He, most people, when they transition to a, a bigger city, it's because they off to school. Mm-hmm. I said, well, how did you leave Walterboro and come up to Columbia? Even though Columbia is still small, but it's bigger than Walterboro. Walterboro probably got one stoplight. Not a, not a, uh, I mean, a flashing light, not even a stoplight. Yeah. So um, he said, I want it better for myself. He said, I came to visit one time. Mm-hmm. He said he didn't even know. And he was, he's 35 years old. He came to visit in his early 20s. With uh, another family member because they had to come up to the Strom Thurmond building for something. And he said he'd never seen that many, this many restaurants. He said he had never seen so many cars. He had never seen so much activity go on. And he said when he went back to Walterboro, he said, I got to find a way to leave. I got to find a way to get out. So his way to get out. He said he came up here. He said he worked at the little local um, store. He said because there wasn't many stores. And he would um, take care of somebody's farm. Mm-hmm. Now, this guy's 35 years old. He only been up here since he was 27, 26. Mm-hmm. He said he saved enough money and got an apartment, got a uh, got a little job, and then he went to trucking school. Mm-hmm. And he said this was the best thing for him. He said, and I tell my sisters, they all look at him as if he has made it to the top. Mm -hmm. He said, I look back at them and like, y'all, why y'all still there? He has a sister younger than him. Mm -hmm. He has a sister older than him. And he got his mom and dad. And he said they got plenty land. They got a lot going on down there, but it's nothing there. And when he come home, they all look at him as being a res- like cash resources right. um, because he, you know, he DJs on the side. He got it. He drive trucks and he do a little all these other little events. And he said, I want my sisters to come out and get from down there. He said, because uh-huh. it's nothing. But that's uh-huh. the same thing what I said. But like I said, I don't feel like it even comes down to, you know, where you're at and what you've seen. It comes into mindset. mindset. Like, I didn't grow up with anyone in my family being a business owner. But what I didn't 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 even see, I didn't even see something. Oh, it's something else is better than because all he knew was farming. Right. He thought that's all it was. But he knew it was something bigger and better. And as soon as he came to Columbia, South Carolina, Fort Jackson, he said, it got to be better than this. He was like, this. this it. It got to be better than this. Because what people don't realize is vision is not what I can see. Vision is the ability to have a mental picture a of, of what can be right. for me. It's that I, sixth sense. I have vision. I don't even see that goddamn good, to be honest with you. But I have vision. I knew Light years before, you know what I'm saying? I knew what I was going to be. I knew what I wanted. I never saw it. I knew, and I still know that I'm going to travel the world. I didn't have to see it. I know where I'm going. 
it's the vision, it's the mindset. And that's what I'm saying. You cannot let anybody stunt your mindset because if if you just have a settled mindset instead of a growth mindset, you're not going to make it as far as you can. But that's why it's important to to look at what you're reading, what you're listening to, who you are around. Mm-hmm. You have to have all that stuff. People just speak life into you. Mm-hmm. You have to read like, okay, that's why I'm big on affirmations. Like mm-hmm. you, you have to read your affirmations every day. You got to read your Bible every day. Pray to your Lord. Then like you said, Yoshi, God gives you the blueprint. Right. You just got to wait on him. And I, I don't want people to, un, I, I don't want people to think that because you're like in a waiting season because a lot of people think, well, somebody's in a waiting season that they're not doing anything. But if God is telling you to wait, you wait, but you don't be stagnant. Right. You just continue to There's work. There's something to Con- do. Yeah, continue and, to learn and grow. And I you can saw, still grow right. being stagnant. Yeah, you can still grow being stagnant. You learn, you do your research, you practice your skill while you are waiting. Because right. when God opens that door and you're ready to knock on that door and God opens it. You're supposed to be ready to go. You're ready to go with an open mindset to grow more and evolve more. But that's why it's so important about who you're around, what you're reading, what you're seeing. Mm-hmm. And then what you're supposed to do is grab on to the person behind you and mentor them and usher them through. But that person, like you said, you have to be ready. Yep. You have to, that person has to be ready too. Yeah. And, and, and you're not ready that. right now, but that's okay. Once you're ready, you'll make up your mind and say, yep. you know what? bump this yep i'm gonna do what i can do so i can be the person that i know that i'm destined to be exactly Exactly. but you got to get out that subpar mindset right of let me just get a couple of dollars here versus well let me do the work do the research so that instead of a couple of dollars i can have an abundance of dollars Mm -hmm. right like i'm not even saying Think generational wealth, but think beyond small hand small over mindset. fist money. You know right, what I'm yeah. saying? Right. Like I think that's how a lot of drug dealers and and you I'm know say people. This what? <laughs> I will tell. I'll tell you offline. Right. Like they they have they have the perfect mindset for mm-hmm. a businessman. Yeah. Like and a lot of, of dr- can be a lot of drug dealers men. would have been great businessmen, but instead they chose to use their power for evil instead of good. And now look where you at. Yeah, you made some fast money. Y'all ever watched it? Y'all ever heard of a drug dealer named Frank Matthews? Mm-mm. Nobody hears about Frank Matthews, but Frank Matthews was actually a bigger drug dealer than Frank Lucas. And um, what's my other little fella down in Harlem? I can't even remember. But Frank Lucas was the best. I mean, Frank Matthews was the best drug dealer ever in time. You know, I have this fixation with drug dealers. Uh, Rick Ross? Ricky Ricky Ross? Better. Better. Okay. Frank Matthews basically was supplying 25 of the 50 states with drugs. So he made millions and millions of dollars. He actually did get caught. And while he was on bond awaiting trial, he disappeared with $15 million. No one has ever found this man to this day. Hmm. So Frank Matthews is probably about 70-ish years old. But, yeah, he hopped the plane. So this was before they could really even, you know, paper trail you. But he hopped the plane with $15 million after he got 
everybody straight on his way out and to be never seen again. No one has ever seen him or his girlfriend. So what I say is, and this a little podunk dude. That ain't from, Franklin Saint. Is that based off of Franklin Saint? No, 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 no. Um, his but do the research. Look up the look up Frank Matthews. Um, he was he was ahead of his time. He was a thinker. Right. So he was always two steps ahead of the FBI and everyone else. That's how he was able to leave the country and not get caught. Hmm. But Yoshi, don't you think Sean Carter was? And I just call him Sean Carter because he's so grown. But you, know, Jay Z, you know, don't you think Sean Carter was the same way because he was already a step ahead? And I know Dame Dash, he's a very smart man. Don't Vision. get me wrong. But Jay Z already had in his mind that okay, what this he was going to be, where yeah. I am supposed to be. And then as as he grew, more people surrounded him to give him like, look. You know, you can't be in this forever. Won't you do a, a clothing line? Won't you do this? Won't you be a president of a record label? Won't you buy this? And he even said it in his growth album, 444, like people was trying to get him to buy the Dumbo community. Mm -hmm. And he declined. He and was now Dumbo. Dumbo is worth what? Billions of dollars. Billions of dollars. And he said, what that make me? A Dumbo. Dumbo. Uh, yep. So, you know, it's <laughs> little just, small section of Brooklyn. Right. So it's just like, and and I had to, and this is just a personal story. Um, I had somebody mentoring me. She's still a mentor to me. And at that time, um, probably because I was going through a lot of things personally in my life, I just did not see where she was trying to take me. Mm -hmm. So a couple of years later, I had the opportunity at one of um, a, a close friend of both of ours birthday party. I had an opportunity to pull her aside and say, I understood what you was trying to get me to do. And at that time, I just wasn't ready. See, this is this is the thing that you have to do. You have to hold yourself accountable for mm -hmm. the actions that you have done. So I wasn't ready. But I told her, given now, if you give me that opportunity, I'm ready now. And she said, I never left you. I was just waiting on you. There you go. And ever since then skyrocket up in my career amen so the people don't leave you, you i think just, you said a, i think you said a, a, a key word that you held yourself accountable yeah and when you did that you opened the doors right. to your uh desires and destiny in life because mm -hmm. you were your own she didn't she mm -hmm. was always there yep yep but mm -hmm. until you acknowledged it so that goes back to being subpar until you acknowledge mediocrity mm -hmm. being subpar you know accepting what it is and wanting to do better and, and what want i better. needed to work on and, and right. then that's when life is going to excel for you yeah because you're not perfect nobody is perfect I'm not saying but it's going to take off right. the stars but it's going to be right. better than what it was and it is because at that time i was not ready for that now i am and, Amen. And there's the growth. All right. We're going to head on out. Head on out. All right. Well, thank you, everyone, for listening to today's episode. We really um, hope that you enjoyed um, this, this episode. Never miss any of our episodes on our website. The website is the very, V-A-R-Y, NecessaryPodcast.com. 
You can catch us on all social platforms. And you can also catch us at um, the V-A-R-Y Necessary Podcast on Instagram and the Unapologetic Talk on Facebook. All right. Each week, do something to improve your physical, financial, social, spiritual, emotional, and mental health. Why? Because self-care is very necessary. Bye-bye. Peace out. Bye.